We present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we come to the end of what for many people has been a most enjoyable and pleasant time. <laughs> but for me, it's a relief to be able to say for the last time for many months, we hope, that here on the right are Tim Brooke Taylor and Willie Rushton. <laughs> and on the left, Graham Garden and Barry Cryer. We're going to start, just to get this last programme off to a fizzle, with a, <laughs> a game from a book called The Best Party Games, and it's a guessing game that the book claims can often cause amusement. Well, we'll see. At the side of the studio, we have a curtain with a gap at the bottom. One team is going to go behind it and remove their shoes. The other team then have to guess whose ankles are whose. The book says that you should only have volunteers in this game because someone might have a hole in his sock and not wish to display it. But despite that, I'm going to instruct Tim and Willie to go behind the curtain. Gas masks on. <clears throat> Don't remove your shoes till you get behind the curtain. Curtains are wilting already. <laughs> Pull yourself together. Tim and Willie behind us. One shoe gone down and another. That's three. That must be Willie. Right. Four. Now... <laughs> okay. Now there are the ankles, Graham and Barry. Don't know if you can see. You have to move to a vantage point. Now Barry and Graham are going over to take a closer look. Oh. Not too close. Don't no cheating. No, no, no. Right. They've returned to their seats now. An owner win. <laughs> Which pair of ankles? Both. I only saw one, so I assume it's Long John Silver. <coughs> Couldn't see the crutch. I'm going to encourage the audience, when they start getting warm, to applaud them if they get anywhere near the right answer. Graham, can you improve I on name that? that ankle in one. <laughs> Hot gossip. Oh, ah. Michael Foote. <laughs> The anklet is a bit of a giveaway, that yeah. delicate anklet. Mick McManus. <laughs> no, we give up, I think. We, we, we give up. We're stumped on that. Mm. Right, well, we'll have to ask the people behind the curtain to step forward and identify themselves. Oh. You rascals. It Good is, heavens. would you believe it, Willie Rushton and Tim Brooke Taylor. And Sir Alec is a decoy. In that order. <laughs> in that order. So I'm afraid, uh, Thanks, Graham Alec. and Barry, Thanks, I'm not going to ask you to go behind the curtain. Just I'm going well. to go on and tell you that at the end of the programme this week, I'm going to ask you to introduce the late arrivals at the Music Lovers Ball. Right, we go on to a music round now, and it's the old familiar game, Name That Tune. Colin Sell at the piano is going to play a tune, and I'm going to ask the uh, panellists in order to name it and I shall award marks accordingly. Graham Garden, I'm going to start with you. Will okay. you name that tune? Never on a Sunday. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> well, 
You don't actually get the mark, but your partner does, so put your team ah, ahead anyway. That's wonderful. Well, was I right? Colin, will you play the right tune in full, please? Bad luck, Graham. Ah, right. Red Willie scales Rushton. in the sunset. <laughs> Willie Rushton, will you please name that tune? <laughs> I was born <laughs> under a wandering Jew. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see if you're right. Colin. Very nearly, but not quite. Dimbrook Taylor, we'll get... Oh, no, sorry, Barry Cryer, we'd better go to you now on the other side and ask you to name that tune. Nagila Hava, Nagila... Now, that's Never Ride Your Bicycle on a Greasy Road. Um, it's a dead giveaway. Never ride your bicycle on a greasy road Else you might fall off and hit your head And if you haven't got your clips on, your trousers will catch in the chain Especially if the road is wet as well as greasy <laughs> That was a public information broadcast. Well, <laughs> what a tense moment as we find out from Colin whether you're right. And it's your head. <laughs> right, one mark to Barry there. And uh, Tim, here's your tune. Name that tune. One-note samba. <laughs> gilly, gilly, awesome, for, for cats and Ella Bogan by the sea. Well, and Tim Brooktel is the outright winner of that game. And we go on now to the point at which all over the nation, pencils are sharpened, paper is spread over the kitchen table, maps Don't are unfurled, <laughs> pocket diaries are opened for we are about to play for the last time in this series, Mornington Crescent. Wow. And as it's the last one in this series, uh, teams, I think we'll say that the normal geographical boundaries are waived. Otherwise, the rules are perfectly straightforward. Makes it a bit... Right. Graham Garden. Right. Green Park. Um, Jubilee Line. Cr uh, Cricklewood Broadway. Edgeware Road. King the Street. Hammersmith, he said boldly. Piccadilly Circus? Oh, Earl Street. Where? Earl Street. Earl Street. N1. I like it, Tim. Just a moment. Know. Just a moment. Which? N1. Which? I thought we said M1. N1. Yes, not Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Judy Cater's. N1 would have been better, actually. No, we accept Earl Street. All right, we'll accept Earl Street. Yes, Earl Street, he's right. Archway. <laughs> Threadneedle Street. Uh, anybody got a ruler? All the way. Oh. Nurse, nurse. <laughs> <laughs> that again. A cry of Holloway from the audience. I don't... Audience participation. Yes. All right, let's try Holloway. Thank you, Stanley. Mornington Crescent. Yes, bad luck. Oh. <laughs> 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 
Thanks very much, by the way, the member of the audience. Uh, the amateurs in. Mm. Thank you, Mother. Right. You really... <laughs> you really walked absolutely straight into that room. Oh, yes. right. It's entirely the fault of the gentleman in the audience. If you'd wait behind afterwards, sir, Graham Garden would like a word with you. <laughs> We're now going to have one of those short pauses which... Uh, inevitably occur during programs of this kind. We usually call them rounds. And the reason for this... <laughs> <laughs> right, well, we now go on to the game called Initials, which, according to my script, was sent in by Lynn Anderson of Old Coolston, Surrey, but that was a very long time ago, and she's a very old lady now. <laughs> and in this one, I'm going to read each team some abbreviations, and they must tell me what they think each one stands for, and I'll give marks according to how near they get to the... Right answer, which I shall give you at the end. We're going to start with you, Graham Garden. Will you please uh, fill out for me the initials F-R-I-B-A? F-R-I-B-A. F-R-I-B-A. The Flock Round Ian Botham Association. <laughs> Close-ish, yes. Close-ish. Ne- need quite a lot of them to do that. <laughs> do you, I'll give you the right answer, Graham. It's not the uh, fur retailers, insect bottling <laughs> activists. Well, funny you should say that. No, not very. (laughs) Could be Fred Rumsey is bowling again. Now, Graham, that is... Thank Thank you, Fred. Thank you. Tim's just snatched a mark from the jaws of defeat. (laughs) Defeat of whom? It's the fellow of the Royal Institute of British Architects, as you all knew. Tim, Brooke Taylor, your initials are B-F-B-S. B-F-B-S. Basil Fawlty bashes Spaniards. <laughs> that is actually pretty good. <laughs> I don't, it's British. Is it British something? Yeah, well, yes, you're getting very close now. <laughs> British. British forces. Uh, uh, yes. Bash Spaniards. British Spaniards. <laughs> <laughs> With any luck. Given half a chance. Get <laughs> all your baskets in one exit. <laughs> British Forces BS Broadcasting uh, Society? The audience know. <laughs> Don't whisper it, shout it. Broadcasting. <laughs> Silence. Silence. Services. 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 <laughs> so services. Services. So your full answer is what? British Forces Broadcasting Services. Well, the real answer is British and Foreign Bible Society. <laughs> I'm afraid you don't get that one. Barry Cryer, I'm going to give you some initials now. Yours are S-E-A-T-O, chummily known uh, as CETO. S-E-A-T-O. Send Eamon Andrews to Oman. (laughs) O-A, or anywhere. (laughs) No? Not, no, not really. Have a guess at S-E now. I mean, that should get you on the way. S-E. I think it's Southeast Asian Treaty Organisation. Hmm? Oh, shot in the dark, shot in the dark. Isn't it? Barry? I think Tim's right. Tim wasn't meant to be speaking, so he's not... As far as, I'm, as, far as the chairman's concerned, he just doesn't exist at well, the moment. Well, start it's your... the recording again. <laughs> we'll start the recording again. Oh, well, I think, Hump, that it's the Southeast <laughs> Asia Treaty Organisation. It is, in fact, the Southeast Asia Treaty Organisation. Oh, oh I just... just Barry, was right. Barry was right. Barry was right. Willie Rushton. Your initials are RSPCA. RSPCA. Richard Stilgo plays crappy arpeggios. <laughs> that is pretty well right, yes. Okay, I think we'll go around again to you, Graham Garden. MPBW. 
MPBW. Make Patty Boulet warm. <laughs> Sorry, I was just daydreaming there for a moment. Well, what was the... <laughs> Could it be mm. members of Parliament break wind? <laughs> it could well be, yes. No, I've got to yeah. give it to you, I think, although you got pretty close at times. The Ministry of Public Building and Works. Well, I was close. You yeah, were yeah. yeah. I like Tim's better, actually. Yeah. Okay, Tim, here's one for you. Oh, right. Here are four for you. D-A-A-G. D-A-A-G. Dan Archer ages gracefully. <laughs> Not funny, but true. How <laughs> true. I give up. I'd like you to try and guess. District Attorney, um, well, oh. angry yeah. golfer. Oh, oh, missed it on the last word. Deputy Assistant Adjutant General. <laughs> oh, Barry Cry, here's some three curt initials for you. L, B, C. Ah. Uh, oh. Um, <laughs> Lynch, Barbara Cartland. <laughs> L, B, C. Low Bottoms Creek. <laughs> Lovely place. Um, <laughs> London. Ah. But they're not the broadcasting company, are they? Are they? Ah, who? Oh, the unmentionables in these BBC premises. London are Broadcasting they? Corporation, are they? Or company? No, company. London Broadcasting Company. A terrific organisation. And I'm I've sorry you mentioned my notice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, Willie yeah, Rushton, oh. here are some for you. GBH. <laughs> GBH. Carol Bloody Harper. Grandmother's been had. No, um... <laughs> Know the obvious one. Uh, what? What's the obvious one? Georgie Best salitosis. Oh, <laughs> General Grievous bodily harm. General <laughs> General bodily harm. General bodily harm. <laughs> That's close enough, I think. Right. <laughs> and we go on to now that most popular game, the ad lib poem. Oh. I'm going to give someone the first line of a poem, and they continue until I buzz, and my buzzer sounds like this. <laughs> And then the next person continues, and uh, I shall give the final prolonged buzz when I think that they've reached the right artistic conclusion. And I'm going to give you, Tim Brooke Taylor, the opening line of this poem. There's nothing I enjoy so much as a ripping bedroom farce. <laughs> Where you see a large big bed, and the teeth are in the glass. <laughs> when people come in lots of doors, and take off all their clothes. There's a fella in the cupboard with a very runny nose. <laughs> and he's her husband, really. But they don't know that he's there. <laughs> he's, he's hiding till the man goes out. And then he'll take a chair and climb on the wardrobe and don a large top hat. And... And enter Robertson Hare, who is playing a stuffed cat. <laughs> the stuffed cat's looking puzzled. But then can he be blamed? <laughs> With all the people on the stage, some people we have named, and some are yet to enter here, this bedroom farcical. Oh, <laughs> easy. Tim. Help! <laughs> I pass in the first place. Um, the wife, she then came into the room. Help! <laughs> the 
right. She will be a pal. Well, look, the wife then came into the room and said, I'll be a pal to the stranger who had limped just in by the fireplace. His... He had a rotten wooden leg, but a smile upon his face. Nay, nay, said. Three miles. What's all this here? This situation I have found. Then he lit a cigarette and burnt right to the ground. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. Yes, he I'd... burnt right to the ground. He did. It was a merry sight. The op better than Brian and Rick's trouserless, which I saw on Thursday night. <laughs> then I go to many a farce. You could call me a fan. We could call you a lot of things. <laughs> and we generally do to a man. <laughs> but on this subject of these farces that we here discuss... <laughs> piece of cake. We are now moving on to Panto. <laughs> and Dick Whittington and his puffs. <laughs> Not so much an artistic conclusion, but rather a crafty get-out for Timbrook <laughs> Taylor, which wins him that particular round. Going on now to a round called Famous Last Words, teams. And I want you to provide me with some alternative last words to the ones which are common knowledge. The first one to put his hand up can leave the room. <laughs> the last one which you sort of said to Joan of Arc, which is... Um Excuse me, madame, but how would you like your steak done? <laughs> I have the last words of a, of a famous ex-druid. Well, of course, he said, if it's simulated. <laughs> it's the famous last words of David Coleman frequently is, uh, well, England appear to have got the game really sewn up now. <laughs> <laughs> Delia Smith, actually, she had last words. Well, this has a distinctive taste. Um, don't tell me, let me guess um, what you put in it, Lucretia. <laughs> <laughs> St. Sebastian's last words were, 180! <laughs> <laughs> there was a Civil War general, the true one, I can't remember his name, who was supposed to have stuck his head over the parapet during the war and said, don't worry, they couldn't hit an elephant at this... <laughs> Right. Another winner. Graham and Barry are well in the lead now as we come to the round called Wobbling Bunnies. Ah. And uh, this is our last chance, in fact, to play this, this being the last programme in the series. So you know the rules, teams. We go straight in. We we'll start with you, Tim Brooke Taylor. the apparatus. <laughs> Tim fell over after 21 seconds. Barry Cryer. Barry now moves to the centre of the stage. <laughs> I think that's a winner, Barry. But we'll go to you, Willie Rushton. Pass. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> right, two marks there. And, uh, <laughs> Graham? Big finish? I hope so. Not Big that. finish, Bunny. Graham now moves across the stage. 
behind the curtain where he's now removing his shoes. There's some movement behind the curtain. Yeah. Oh, excellent, excellent. Was that crepe hair? And those of you listening at home... hasn't finished, Hump. Those of you listening at home who'd like to write in with your idea... Oh, Graham hasn't finished. I'm sorry, I interrupted Graham there. He hasn't finished. <laughs> right, round of applause for Graham Garden. He's our Richly wobbling deserved. bunny of the week. I was just for. saying before I was interrupted, or before I interrupted Graham there, that if those of you listening at home would like to write in the correct answer before the start of the next series, we shall announce it on the first programme. And teams, this is where I ask you to give the late arrivals to the Music Lovers Ball. <laughs> and here she comes. Pom, 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 pom. It's the auntie of the gladiators. <laughs> There's a friendly couple. There's Pally Archie and his cosy fan, Tutti. Ah, there's Kaz Trotto, who's just been reorchestrated. <laughs> <laughs> and all the way from Australia, will you welcome Mr. and Mrs. Vation and their son, Stan Dingo Vation? <laughs> <laughs> well, it seemed funny to me. Did it seem funny to you? <laughs> there's Bizet, who I shall insult with his full name. Buzz off, can't you see I'm busy? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, will you welcome, but keep your hands on your pockets, because here comes Vi Olin, who's on the fiddle. <laughs> Here's Des, Des Kant. Oh, I think he's scored with Anne Dante. <laughs> oh, look, there's Al Egro, Bel Canto, Ali Gretto, and their rather stupid friend, Dim Ian Nuendo. <laughs> There's a fellow with a French horn. French horn? Core anglais. <laughs> and will you welcome, please, Mr. Moonlight and the Moonlight son, Arthur. <laughs> yeah, there's Dulcie Murr, who's a bit of a virginal. Well, I heard she was crumpet voluntary. <laughs> Here's a laugh, Beethoven's fifth. <laughs> The Irish String Quartet have arrived. Well, two of them have, the other three couldn't make it. <laughs> welcome, welcome, please. Fellow who hails from Wales and Ireland, Di O'Fram, who is a bit Mozart and Liszt, so. Uh, <laughs> after, after eight double basses. Handles <laughs> <laughs> Largo, he never drinks anything else. <laughs> Thank you, Tim Parney. Well, at this point, ladies and gentlemen, with Tim and Willie and Barry and Graham roaring into the lead... <laughs> well, I've had three movements, but I'm feeling better now, haven't I? <laughs> and all the way from Broadway, will you welcome, please, Mr and Mrs Sline and their daughter, Cora Sline? <laughs> and there's... there's Fatty Second Street. <laughs> Who are going to sing, Catch a Turian and Put It in Your Pocket. <laughs> Charlie's not looking too well over there. Well, we just know him as C. Bilious. <laughs> Can well, Tartar ever take the place of goodbye? <laughs> Just a thought. <laughs> the sooner the better. <laughs> well, 
Ladies and gentlemen, I'm reluctant to interrupt this flow of wit, but there are, <laughs> there are other programmes waiting to get on the air, so it's time until to our next up. series, goodbye from all of us. Goodbye. Barry Cryer, Graham Garden, Tim Brooke Taylor and Willie Rushton were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Geoffrey Perkins.